0: Welcome back to another episode of the Men's Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Booker. Today on the show, I am talking to the creative founder of W. Rubens, Michael Shuttleworth. w.Rubens.com, the place to go. A little bit about W. Rubens. Minimalist, dynamic, iconic, a great white t-shirt, never goes out of style. Now made for your best fit and made to last. Handcrafted in the UK from luxury cotton using traditional tailoring techniques drawing from suiting sportswear and culture rubens is a fresh take on a classic staple texture juxtaposition and unexpected details that will turn heads also we have a community 15 pound discount that michael is kindly offering our listeners and if you go to check out and type in menswear fifteen then you will be entitled to a 15% discount. So once again, www.wrubens.com. We'll put all the links over on the show notes and on the website menswearstyle.co.uk. But once again, that gift code is menswear15 to get your 15% discount. And here to talk about W. Rubens in his own words is Michael Shuttleworth. Well, um, I'm
1: Michael. I'm the creative director, owner of W Rubens. Um, how do I describe the brand? I would say we're a modern take on a classic white t-shirt. What we do is we reinvent a t-shirt. And what we do is we kind of make it different. So it's not a t-shirt per se. It's it's kind of like a hybrid product. We're taking like elements from tailoring and um, turn it into a t-shirt form. So it has... It has this duality. It's like you have a day feel, but you have like a night accent. Um, so it's a white T-shirt, and, but it has like lapels, bibs, um, crisscross, necklines. This is a, a play with, um, with with a T-shirt. Uh, if you've seen the brand or this is that website, W Rubens, you'll see what we do. But it's predominantly like tailoring um, influenced. So a lot, a lot, a lot of our products um, actually use Savile Row techniques. So it's quite, it's quite cool. It's, it's not. I can't. I, I do get offended sometimes because people say it's a t-shirt, but it's not really a uh-huh. t-shirt. Um, we just use cloth, cotton fabric, which is used for a t-shirt. So what is it? Is it a t-shirt? Is it a jacket? What is it? It's a Rubens. It's, it's, a, it's, an, it's a, it's a completely product. Um, technically, it's tr- tricky to do. You know, it took me a good couple of years to get this, to get the right formula. I feel like finally, after three years of the brand, we got, we got the formula. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for what we're doing that right now. Um, I think the brand will really kick on like from 2024. Um, because we, 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 we're doing our first trade show. We're gonna pity Umo in Florence, January. Um, so it's gonna be really cool to just be in front of people, the world, presenting the collection to um buyers journalists the media and just showcasing what we do it's like pure craft it's a, that's what we focus on it's about the quality it's about the craftsmanship it's about the people behind the brand like w rubens has no association with my name i just felt like i wanted to have like this sort of collaborative sort of collective that people of different mediums different arts come in and create like this really really cool brand So initially, the reason why I started with T-shirt is like my 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 life was I was a stylist for for fifteen years, long time, hard time, but I enjoyed it. I was very lucky. I worked with the right clients. I was doing the right things.
0: Who Um, were your clients, Michael?
1: A mixture, to be honest, a mixture of people. We got politicians. We got world power people. We got sports stars. Film stars music, musicians all, all different types of people but all predominantly wealth- based people um so it gave me the great ability to travel around and you know travel the world you know and get paid for it it's pretty cool um so I do that for a long time um and that, the reason why that idea was born was because everyone would say the same thing to me where do I buy a white t-shirt? Now like I don't really know. like you don't have a library of of a, of a T-shirt company. you, you don't you, you, there's no company that's specifically focused on white T-shirts. Of course everyone stocks a good T-shirt, but like you don't walk into a space and you have like 10 or 20 different variations, and they're all different. they all have a different sort of story and persona. So for me, that's when the like light, light bulb moment came on. Um, it's nothing revolutional. Um, but yeah, that was like eight years ago. I it stuck with me. I felt like, yeah, that's a really good idea. It's nothing new, but you know, let's do it. And the, what I did was kind of like played on the white t-shirt, but I in, introduced my, my 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 hobbies and my loves, which was um, tailoring, sportswear, culture, pre- past, present, everything that was in my life. I would introduce it into the t-shirt form and create like these these, these um sort of products, which you know is not a t shirt, it's not a jacket. What is it? A Rubens. Um, so yeah, I created like a like a narrative, different stories, different t-shirts from different influences. And like with my job, like I would travel the world extensively. Like I'm very, very grateful for my for my past career because it gave me a great opportunity to see the world. And you And a lot of T-shirts are inspired by world events and world history and just me being in different streets around the world. I mean, talking all different continents, you can talk Africa, South America, North America, Europe, Asia. I've been there and and I I wasn't there for like a day. I was there for a good couple of months. So I'm really immersed in culture and traditions and kind of just like a sponge soaked soaked it all up. And I just built this series, this collection of white T-shirts t-shirts general anyway um I probably have like seven to eight thousand designs I'm pretty I'm pretty intense Like if I do something I'll do it well and I want to do as much as I can Mm. um yeah yeah and we started with a white t-shirt and so yeah I I, the brand was kind of built um during COVID Mm. believe it or not um I know a lot of people had tragedies and losses and hard times. But for me, it was my, it was my golden time. I, I say it for me because it's the first time in my life that I had full freedom. It's the first time I would wake up and I had nothing on my phone. So it was it was kind of like I was liberated. I was free from everything. So that's when I went back to that idea of the light bulb moment, which was the white t-shirt. I was like, we got all this design, all this data. Let's do something about it. I think like in life, it's about action. We all have these great ideas, but it's about action. I just don't want to be like one of these guys who just procrastinates. So I thought like, yeah, let's do it. No. So like in life in general, there's, there's no right time. You just got to do it. So I, I just quit everything. I and mean, just started the white t-shirt company. And the way it started was I just called a lot of friends, people I knew in the industry and said, Hey, would you be interested in joining this brand and training, you know, creating a t-shirt? And they're like, yeah, hell yeah. So yeah, we built we built the brand over COVID, doing a lot of Zoom calls, you know, lots of meetings online. It was it was, it was a fun moment, um, but it was it was tough as well because you know, like for fittings and find fabrics, it, it, was, it was no go. There's no travel, so how do you how do you how do you get the right form? How do you get the right fabric? You know that comes down to like you being inventive. You know, I've, I've from 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 my experience with the fabric, I'm um, very lucky to, for Premier Vision because Premier Vision migrated on doing like an online marketplace, and from that, I have just in fabrics from all over the world, um, literally every every mill around the world. So I probably wrapped up about a huge expense of of um, logistic bills. But for me, I want to give every company equal chance.
0: So So did you ever, sorry to jump jump in there, Michael, but it was like a business, did you sketch out a business plan and then kind of go for it in logical steps? Uh, Did you you have the idea and the premise, the conceit, and then just thought, let's get the momentum of the idea going and hopefully the business plan will catch up?
1: (laughs) uh, I think like the business plan was definitely there for sure. There was obviously framework, but you know, I'm not, I'm not from a business background. I'm, I'm more of a creative. But you know, I appreciate business. You know, for me, I've been, you know, I came to London with nothing. I I built, you know, a quite a healthy ecosystem. I'm not going to say a healthy empire because that's not quite where I am right now. Um, so yeah, I I I, I build. I, I know how to make money, and I know how to run money. But In terms of business plan, it was kind of you know, I kind of like wanted to keep like a slender model. Um, one one block. One t-shirt, one fabric. It was completely simple. Like I didn't want to have multiple fabrics, multiple colors. You know, like running. You know, the fashion industry is like everyone has minimums. Like you know, you're gonna be. That's why a lot of brands don't survive because after you got you got a you got a three to six month window to sell your stock. So I wanted something that was kind of like timeless, seasonless. So I felt like white t-shirt, one fabric, buy. And obviously then we build out the strategies and sort of the plan, but the plan was always there and it still is like, I, I, what it, for me is like, I like to visualize that. I always dream out the idea and write it down, sketch the plan. And just like, I think life general, you, you, you if you jump in a car and you don't know where you go, where do you drive? You just go driving around. You just don't know what you're doing. So for me, it's like, I know exactly where I want to go. So for me, yeah, the, the 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 plan is most important, especially with business plans, because things don't go to plan. But when you look at the business plan, it reminds you of what you you set out to do. It's they're crucial? Like for any entrepreneur, any person in fashion doing a startup, business plan is really fundamental in in terms of like scale scaling and growing a brand, because it's a reminder and. and As much as we want to design, like it's a reminder how to run a business. And business in fashion is is paramount. If you can't run a business, you're not going to survive. And and it's, it's tough. Fashion business is tough. I have a lot of friends who are fashion designers, big designers, and they're not. They're not breaking even. It's tough, tough, tough out there. And I think if you if you can study it on the business side, better, better, yeah. But in terms of the business plan, yeah, it was kind of set out, but it wasn't like crystal clear. It wasn't defining. Um, but I did work with someone who actually builds business plans. So he did help me and navigate me and he gave me a good framework. So I'm, I'm grateful for him.
0: And what were um, the most important things in the framework? So anyone else that's looking to get on uh, the coattails of what you're doing, would you say are the, are the key steps?
1: I think like, I think you gotta be very shrewd. I think like, if you're gonna put money down, you gotta understand their ROI, which is return on investment. So if you're gonna put money on something, he like, okay, what is my return? So, just managing your cash flow is really, really important. I think that is the most important. Understanding your costs. I think for my first phase of Rubens, like I went, like I was product centric. If I could rewind, I would say, okay, let's focus on product. Yes, great, it's important, but also focus on the market in that aspect as well. Because you you be might, you can be the most, the most talented fashion designer, or creative, but if no one knows you. How are you gonna how are you gonna move so it's about I think from, from like from my maturity and developing for developing and growing the brand I think it's about marketing and positioning and just having you know 50-50 in terms of um you know like budgeting but it's trickier though it's like how do you find information like everybody's out there to get you but like it's how do you like how do you find a good factory how do you find a good mill you know it, it's there's a lot there's a lot of complications in, in developing and how do you find good people as well because you know in fashion it's very you know like you can't do everything because it's, it's, you know, it's basically impossible to do everything i'm not saying it's not it can't be done but just focus on your talents and try and outsource the good people to the things that you're not so good at i think that's a good one um but i think this budgeting is really important in fashion and, and having like, um a, a, safe, a, a safety bank just in case things don't go well. There's money that you can have, it can help you survive because, um, yeah, it, 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 it's expensive to grow and start a brand from my experience. Yeah. From my experience, um, I really wish there was more information out, out there to to, you know, find partners, find people that can help you and grow your brand because, you know, you, you need machinists, you need pattern cutters, you need a factory, you need production, you need the sampling. It's, there's so many, like, questions, and, you know, for young creators, is how do you start? Um, so, Michael,
0: I, I, I'm sorry to jump in, but your start, your beginning, you're talking about being a stylist for 15 years. Yeah. Were you... Um, what were you before that was that were you trained to be a stylist were you trained to be a, um, a tailor or a designer no
1: i studied architecture but i never finished because my heart wasn't there i, I always wanted to I, for me if, if you want to be the best you've got to learn from the best and i had a lecturer who, who wasn't really interested in what he did so that kind of kind of like rubbed off on me and i felt like you're not inspiring me so i kind of ran off and came to london when i was 18. Pretty much uh, came from nothing, really. Just, just lived in a in a studio flat in Bayswater. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it was all, all in one, and I never seen quite an apartment like it was. But that's what you could. That's what you do for your passion, and your love. You know, I always knew I wanted to create a fashion brand from an early age. Like I'm, I'm, I originally grew up, I grew up in Wales um, in a small village, Um I had a love of fashion from an early age. Pop videos, fashion magazines, a stylish, stylish mother. Now I just, just love clothes, just Mad about collecting beautiful clothes. And Like I'm extremely grateful for my mom who kind of got me out of the normality. She always wanted me to be different. I mean, different, like she wanted me to be someone where everyone would laugh at, being, being unique in your character. But I didn't really understand it as a, as a kid, but I really appreciate it now because you, you you know you you know who you are. You're original. You're not manipulated. You're not manipulated. Sorry, you um you're not like, copying people's styles. You're not stealing styles. You're, 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 you're. authentically yeah. you. Nowadays it's pretty easy to do that because you just go on social media and say, oh, I like your style, I like her style, and you just copy. But growing up it was tough. But like well, as a child, what we do, my mom would just go around the UK looking for like. Um, <clears throat> Independent fashion shops, and it was just great. Just being around that, just going to different sites, different stores, different personalities, and just cherry picking things that you liked. You know, and I was very lucky as a child. I would travel with my parents, and we would do the same. We would do the same when we go to like different countries, and we find cool stuff, unique stuff, bohemian stuff. And I kind of think that kind of made me as a as, as a you know as a creative. Just learning from beautiful designs, local designers, and just just understanding their their, their 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 vision. I became friends with many of the boutique owners as I grew older, and I just love their spirit and their passion for what they what they do. You know, I feel like everybody wants to look great, but you know, they want they want they want these big branded names. There's no, there, no one really believes in the little, little, little. There's people out there that do, but no one wants to take take you know. Um, Take on the small brands. No, like you know, it comes down to the buyers as well. So all, they all want about they want like these huge following, these huge communities, these likes. Or, like, and it's, it's hard sometimes to navigate because you know we're not all Gucci, we're not all LV. We have got to start from somewhere. We need people that are you know real, are authentic, and are true. Because if if there's no support, how how do we change? How do we have newness? How do we like? How do we grow 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 into a new sort of image so it's the same brand the same designs it's a bit boring there's no there's no personality and for me that's why i kind of want to inject with w rubens i want to inject like a new a new style and, and a new persona but people can say oh wow this is a bit different this is a bit unique let's talk about
0: yeah. the style of the t-shirts michael sorry to jump over here but the uh, so like if anyone has jumped on the website or the the Instagram which is uh W Rubens or W is it W Rubens on Instagram
1: yeah yeah, w Rubens,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, like the t-shirts have an element of tailoring to them you've got like this I want to say like an asymmetrical lapel which kind of sounds very different for a t-shirt or you know different kind of bibs and fronts there's obviously some tailoring mm. that has to go on with this with the make of the t-shirt and I'm just curious as to someone like you who hasn't got a say a background in tailoring on how to know how to cut how do you get what's out of your head onto paper and then from paper to execution Uh, uh, and and garment
1: so you know like just doing a lot of drawing I do do a lot of drawing I do a lot of drawing too much drawing um but you you lean on you lean on a pattern cutter and you know I, I I I work directly with the pattern cutter so they, they, they draw my vision. They, create, they cut my vision. I'm working directly with them. It's important to have a good pattern cutter. And I, I do, obviously, now I've been around it for a few years now. I'm starting to do it myself. Sometimes it is important to demonstrate and show what you actually want because how do you go into someone's mind? You can't. You know, I'm a visionary. I, I see things, and for that... like how do you channel sometimes you communicate sometimes you can draw but it's still not what you want it to be so i demonstrate i'm i'm learning i'm not saying i'm the best pattern cutter but you know i'm learning something that i enjoy very very much kind of numbs my mind if i'm honest but the thing is like when it comes to pattern cutting for people that want to be a pattern cutter it's nothing daunting it's basically scissors and paper It's, 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 it's it's just putting pe- pe- pieces of paper together and creating uh, creating the silhouette like when I when I when I looked at it, I'm like this is so difficult but it's not it's just practice just being disciplined committed and just, just doing it you know just
0: practice makes perfect are you and, doing some at home on your own time like in do you have yeah, it do the it, studio it.
1: do it yeah do it I'm very lucky to have a great partner I'm, i have a manufacturing partner in North London um Brown in Bounds Green called Unlimited Fashion. And I would say he's kind of the godfather of British design. He's a great man, he's a great man. Um, and what he does, is he supports young brands. The way he supports young brands, he, he, a young brand can go in and say, oh, I wanna do an order. And he's like, yeah, sure. You don't have to pay any payments. You don't have to do a net 30 or pay half upfront. You, all you have gotta do is you gotta pay when the goods are ready. So a lot of young brands, I've passed through him it, um, JW Anderson, a cold wall, cray green, you know, these are brands that are really leading fashion in UK right now. So he's responsible for that. He gave him the break and he's given me the break. So, um, I go to the factory a lot, mess around, draw, cut, play. I think it's about enjoying what you do. and um, because you know, you're in a really, really great space to, you know, you give people character, you know, for me, I want to I want to, to make that person feel, you, you know, unique, brilliant, excellent. You know, for me, it's about enhancing that person. You know, we're, we're, in some ways, we're magicians as designers because you're transforming people. Um, so, yeah, it's really important that you do it with love and excitement and, yeah, enthusiasm. Um, so, yeah, I, I do it a lot, actually. I, I, I go to the factory. Yeah, four days of my week. Um, probably from next year, with the brand's growth, I'll probably be there five, seven days a week. Um, so it's important to be there, seeing seeing how 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 everyone works. Are people happy? And that's a beautiful thing about you know having you know a presence in the UK. You can actually check in on your people. You can see the machinist, You can see the pattern cutter. You can see the cutter, to the steamer. You 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 see everyone. And it, 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 that's why that's why I ha- want that's why I partnered up with a, a UK-based factory because I really believe in the local economy. I believe in craft, and I believe in this country. Um, and you know, if we, we don't support our our craftsmen and craftswomen, it's not going to survive. So, um, yeah, it's, I'm really proud to be you know a UK-based brand. Um, I think 90 of our of, of our <clears throat> Partners are based in the UK. Um, I always put, I always put uh, UK-based businesses first. Uh, the only thing that's not British is my my cotton. Uh, my cotton is a BCI cotton, which is Better Cotton Initiative. So it's um, sustainable farming, um, protects welfare and, and people, which is great. Um, again, another story to tell. Initially, this fab- this fabric mill didn't want to work with me um they 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 work with the likes of lord piano prada um gucci lv they don't work with startups but i didn't i didn't let that get to me because i know who i am and i know where this brands is going so i just hounded them and i think one of my biggest strengths is my resilience i don't say no i don't i don't accept no so i just kept on and on and eventually I had an appointment with them. So I went to Italy, sat down with them, showed them the product. They felt my energy. They said, okay, we're in. So they gave me, the, they gave me a break. They said, we don't normally work with startups, but we like you. And we're going to put it, we're going to take a chance with you. So yeah, they're, they're my partner. I've been with them for, since the brand started. Um, great, great family business, great fabrics. I would say the ugly, they're probably the, the, the finest fabrics in cotton, the best really 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 luxurious hand feel great great cloth washed worn great you know a brilliant product i'm i'm excited to do grow with them because they have beautiful sweats and cotton which i'm looking to unveil next year like hoodies pants just everything my, my mission with the brand is to turn into a fashion company yes we start with t-shirts but you know, in time we want to do everything and everything in the men's space um but you know you got to be modest you got to be you got like you got to be like, you got, got to be realistic as well i, I say you know slow is the move fast take your time get it right i really want to be known for my t-shirt um so that's what i'm driving i'm not looking at other products right now i have an inventory of like 10,000 different designs trousers jackets suits but I just don't want to i just want to focus on this t-shirt get it right build build a company build a community but you know is appreciative of of, of, of of what we do like next year we're going to introduce um, new colors um which is cool talks with different artists about doing prints so yeah it's quite it's going to be it's kind of going to be an eventful year next year we're going to be mm-hmm. really aggressive on, on how we position ourselves I think it all starts with pity umo be interesting to be in front of buyers see what they what they think of the product um and yeah hopefully if it goes well we'd be in shops around the world that's the that's the plan really really and then after pity then we go to chicago which is another trade show another famous one called uh, chicago collections so if people don't know about that one try it mm. you know from my experience with Rubens over the last few years american market the american market is super hot and american clients and brands boutique retailers are loving what british brands are doing right now so yeah that's going to be a good moment for us i'm excited to go to north america and hopefully hit it off
0: yeah fantastic well listen michael thanks for walking us through the brand Um, i'm going to enjoy watching this space and people can enjoy watching it also wrubens.com the place people can check out the brands and also wrubens on instagram which i'm going to follow right now and you have a link tree there you can go and buy everything through the link tree and have a look and, and check that out and say hello on the on the instagram to michael but in the meantime great talking to you michael pleasure Brilliant, and uh, keep keep up the good fight with the London production, London manufacturing and everything. We we need people like you in the, out there in the field. And uh, and best of luck and pity.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. Good time.
0: You've been listening to the Menswear Style podcast. Be sure to head over to menswearstyle.co.uk for more menswear content and email info at menswearstyle.co.uk if you would like to be a future guest on the show finally please help support the show by leaving a review on itunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast until next time